He's been named a CNN hero in 2018 and has been featured on multiple news outlets. My guest today is Woody Faircloth, founder of the nonprofit Emergency RV. Woody, it's good to have you. Great to be here, Monica. Thanks for having me. So tell me about what you decided to do with your daughter, Luna, a couple of years ago through your nonprofit. Sure. Well, in 2018, it was the week of Thanksgiving coming up and she had the week off of school and I had the week off of work. And it was just going to be the two of us for the first time because of you know, things that happen in life. And I wanted to do something meaningful with her. And we saw a story on the news about the campfire in Northern California that had destroyed the town of Paradise and left 50,000 people homeless. Um, some 85 people died in that fire. And we, a news reporter was interviewing a guy who was able to start up his motor home and drive it away from his house as it burned to the ground and all of his neighbor's houses burned down. And he just made a comment. He said, I'm just so grateful to have a place to call home for Thanksgiving and kind of pointed at his RV and just occurred to me what a no brainer. And I turned to Luna, who was uh, six years old at the time, had no front teeth. And um, I said, Luna, what do you think about getting one of those? And we'll drive it to California. We'll give it to a family. So they have a place to call home for Thanksgiving. And she just got the biggest toothless smile on her face. And she said, dad, God, they're going to be so proud of us. So that's when I knew we had to do, we had to do this. I love her reaction. That is wonderful. She's, she's pretty inspiring that way. So since then, since 2018, you have been to a number of fires after the fact, and you've donated over 90 RVs. Actually, we just, we just sent the last five that we sent, we put on a ship to Maui to some of the 18 firefighters who lost their homes in that big fire they just had recently. Um, there's just no shelter and, and it's a, it's a really tight market. So we were able to get free shipping and we, we shipped over five there. And that, that was, um, the last of those was number 136. And we've, we've delivered those now in fires, um, in the Pacific Northwest. We, we helped with, uh, the big tornadoes that happened in Kentucky uh, a couple Christmases ago. We helped some firefighters and, and nurses who lost their homes in those tornadoes. We helped a a Native American tribe who lost about 60 homes in southern Louisiana after Hurricane Ida. So we've kind of expanded and been all over the country now. You know, it's such a such a no-brainer. I mean, I think people buy RVs sometimes and then they end up just putting them in storage and they're paying for storage. And you know, they can donate them to our nonprofit and and write that off on their taxes. And we gift them to people who could really use a hand, who who've who've lost their homes through no fault of their own in these terrible disasters whether it be a fire, tornado, or, or hurricane. And we're just really blessed to have the platform. And it's just, it's all we want to do. It's, it's an amazing connection with people with such a basic human need in that shelter. As you've been part of this amazing nonprofit, what has been your heart? How has it impacted you personally to be able to do this? You know, I've never really done anything charitable. I've, I've, I've got four kids. I've older kids. Luna's my youngest. And you know, I was the breadwinner when I was married and just kind of grinding for the family, just providing, doing doing what we all have to do. And, you know, when this happened, it really just opened my eyes of how powerful, you know, providing something to someone with no expectation of anything in return can be, especially something like shelter, which is so basic for all of us. And it's just, it's changed me fundamentally. I mean, things that used to bother me, you know, getting a flat tire on my car, or just just things that happen in life, it, it doesn't bother me anymore. I mean, my problems are really not problems. You know, when you when you've worked with people who are going through real adversity, I think the things that 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 used to bother me, they really don't bother me anymore. 
What kind of reactions have you gotten from people as they've received these RVs? It's amazing. I mean, it's just it's a, <laughs> getting choked up now. It's just a lot of a lot of tears and just a lot of, you know, gratefulness. It's just, you know, when it when it gets down to losing everything you own in one of these disasters and and have someone provide something like that to you with with no strings attached to it. You know, it, 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 there are no politics. There's no religion. It's just basic humanity, and and people are so receptive to it, and it's just beautiful. And you know, these families we've met, they're kind of our family now. You know, we we stay in touch, and um, you know, after they get back on their feet, a lot of them are able to get you know rebuild their homes and 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 get back into places. And then a lot of times they'll donate the RVs back to us so we can help another family who's in need. So it's just it's amazing. And I've noticed as I did some research and watched some of your videos that you actually go in and refurbish some of the RVs. We do. We try to, you know, when we, we try to stock them with essentials too, because when you, when you lose everything, you need everything. And so, um, and just think about all the things you just touch in your, in your day um, that are really meaningless at the end of the day, but, but you have to have them to survive, you know, whether it's stuff in the kitchen, it's, it's your, toothbrush it's just clothes on your back everything we, we try to stock the rvs with as much of 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 the things that someone would need as possible to start over and yes we we do we are able to take on some projects and do a little bit of the work but we like to get rvs donated that are you know in great working order so we don't have to do a ton of that it's just it's a lot of time and resource to do that but yes we we will roll our sleeves up and, and do some work when we need to for sure touching back on what happened in maui and lahaina and you were able to ship five RVs for free. That is amazing. And I know you did it for the firefighters. Have you been able to hear from any of the firefighters? Yes, we, we actually heard, you know, they're still in, in kind of active trauma mode. Um, they haven't even opened up the Lahaina area to residents yet. It's, it's you know, it's a it's kind of a toxic wayside at this point, if you think of everything in your home when it burns. Um, so they'll have to do some extensive remediation work before people can start moving back and and, and kind of resettling on their, their lots. Um, so one of the RVs has been deployed to a firefighter who was staying in a home with extended family on another part of the Island. He said there were probably 30 people in a house, you know, built for five people and they were kind of camping in tents outside. And so he was super relieved to receive this RV. He said it just meant the world to him. He couldn't believe we could get it there from the States. Um, you know, when this all happened, the other ones will be deployed as, as, um, right now, a lot of the firefighters are staying in hotels that the Red Cross has provided and some other charitable organizations. But, you know, one of the things we've experienced in these in these disasters is is some of that charitable fatigue kicks in. You know, the hotels are there for profit. They need to, to rent their hotel rooms, you know, over the holidays and things. So a lot of that that kind of initial response will fall away and people will be left without a place to go. And so we'll get those other RVs deployed as that starts to happen. Um but yeah, just super grateful to receive something like this. And just, it's so unexpected when we're able to do it for someone. And, you know, these firefighters, you know, they're out there running into the fire. Um, and, and and we think they deserve a place to, to go home to and be able to have a home cooked meal and, and get a good night's sleep and and know that their families are safe and, and some, um, some more, you know, reasonably permanent shelter. I mean, the, these, these RVs are perfect transitional housing and situations like this. So a lot of times people get stuck in shelters and, and it's just, it's, it's really a not good a situation for anyone, but, you know, especially these heroes and, and veterans, you know, we like to take care of them and, and they usually go to the top of our list in terms of who gets the next RV. 
Do you take volunteers? We absolutely do. And it's amazing. I mean, one of the things I like to say is, is just do something. You know, I, we see when these things happen, you know, it's just, it's horrifying to watch on TV when something like happened in Lahaina and people were like, I want to do something to help. I just don't know what to do. And that, my advice is just to do something. You know, we have these, we told the story of how, you know, I always ask the families we help, you know, what are some of the things they lost that, that were the hardest things to lose? And it's, it, they always say the exact same thing. It's it's pictures of my grandparents. It's Christmas or holiday ornaments my kids made, you know, when they were growing up that we put on the the Christmas tree every year. It's it's just the things that are irreplaceable. And so these these sweet ladies in Utah heard about that and and they're seniors and and they make these homemade quilts for us and send them and we put one in every RV. So these families have a, a keepsake, you know, to kind of start over as they start to rebuild their lives. So something as simple as that to, to helping us stock the RVs, to making a financial donation, because, you know, we spend a lot of money transporting and, and, and getting these RVs ready for people. It's just, it's anything we've got, we've got a whole group of people who, who have big trucks and they're really nice people who like to help us tow the RVs. And that's always welcome as well. And then, you know, there are literally thousands, if not millions of RVs are sitting in storage and, you know, people are paying money to store them and may never use them again. And, and if, if they're interested in talking to us about donating, they can do that through our website, emergencyrv.org. And, you know, we'll contact them and tell them what that process looks like. And we'll come pick it up from them and, and take it to a family who could really use a hand. I'm very impressed. I'm so glad that we got a chance to talk to you. What is Luna? Now she's 11. She is. When we were driving to Kentucky, after those tornadoes a year and a half ago, I think it was, um, we had driven all night and, you know, we got to destination at like two in the morning and then we had to get up at six in the morning and, and I always try to have breakfast with her and start our day like that. And and she was just being a bear, really grumpy and, and in a bad mood. And I told her, I said, Luna, maybe this should be the last RV we deliver. Cause I don't want to be like this with each other. You know, like I don't want to, to be, you know, kind of quarrel with each other like this. And she just snapped up. She said, Dad, that is not what this is all about. We're going to keep doing this work. So I was kind of hoping, part of me was hoping she said, yes, let's make this the last one. But no, she's she's pretty passionate about it. And it's just, you know, she's seen a lot for an 11-year-old. I mean, these, these communities we go into that have been destroyed by hurricanes and fires and tornadoes, you know, it, it's pretty traumatic to see. But she's an old soul and she's passionate about this work and and she keeps me inspired and motivated to to keep going. That's great. What awesome memories you are creating between the two of you. Definitely. I'm I'm learning for a lot from her along the way as well. Well, again, my guest today has been Woody Faircloth. Thank you so much your nonprofit Emergency RV. We're excited to have you as our positive person. Thank you, Monica, so much. We really appreciate it.